from the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here's your host, Jim Manfredonia. And a very good day to you, my brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to Come to Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you, as we are so blessed every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, live at 4 o'clock Eastern Time, to be able to share this hour together, the joy of the gospel, the joy of our faith. I'm praying you're having a blessed, happy, holy day, and uh, staying cool. You know, it's still August and feels like August, and I... I uh, heard a little warning earlier, and I, I was surprised. A thunderstorm warning. I didn't think it was supposed to rain today, but the thunderstorms, I think, over to many of our uh, 89.3 listening area, Northern Ocean County and Monmouth County. So I hope you're staying safe over there and um, happy you are here. You know, we've had a lot of storms, and I, uh, I love the gospel from this past Sunday. You know, when our Lord sent the apostles out into the sea, <laughs> knowing what was going to happen. That's what I, that's that, about that gospel. I love that because he knew. He told him to get in the boat. I'll, I'll join you later. <laughs> and he knew it was going to happen. I want to talk about that. The Holy Father gave a beautiful Angelus teaching on that on Sunday. I want to share that with you. And uh, it's funny because this morning, um, Cheryl and I were, having breakfast and we were just talking about things and and you know we I guess now that we're we're you know in still in lockdown you know it's just Cheryl and me at home and uh we don't really see a lot of people we certainly haven't seen our family uh we miss them dearly uh, we've done the FaceTime thing but um but we we find a lot a lot of what we do is a lot of reminiscing <laughs> as we get older and um looking back over the course of our journey in the apostolate and the early days and that's why i love that that uh gospel you know <laughs> two there are two gospels that that the apostles are in the boat this one from sunday where our lord comes walking toward them <laughs> and they thought they were seeing a ghost and he beckons peter to walk on the water and the other favorite that i i've shared with you a little bit i think uh, many times uh the gospel account of, of the storm and our Lord asleep astern in the boat and uh, the gospels wake him up and say, don't you care that we're perishing, right? Those two particular gospels of, of the, the storms, both times our Lord calming the storms. I want to I just, I'm just going to reminisce with you a little bit, okay? I hope you don't mind that, but we'll do that a little later on, um, kind of in a reminiscing mood today. So... Just to kind of share, and I, I did promise the Lord this, you know, way, 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 way back when we began this work, and uh, before we even had a single radio station, before we had any even um, vision, and we had the vision, but we didn't have, the, we, it wasn't in our sights yet. <laughs> I had the vision. I was like, you know, out there looking for a radio station, but I did promise the Lord. I said, I will make it known what you have done here often, so... Today is one of those days. But anyway, let's, let's first pray. And uh, thanks to all of you who are requesting our free prayer card. We're getting requests now from other states, so this is great. 
we're praying to our Blessed Mother under the title of the Immaculate Conception to protect our country and our way of life, you know. Um, I was fiddling around here with our, our video cameras today, and I have three set up in front of me, but now I'm seeing we can multi-stream on both YouTube and Facebook, and I, and I guess other platforms. I'm going to do a little more experimenting and get that out there. I, I and I'm, I just I, I'm very restless. I, we need to get we need to be doing more in my mind. We need we're not doing enough. So there's other things the Lord wants of us. One of the missions that we have right now is to get these prayer cards out to you. We're going to pray this prayer in just a moment. Um, but they're free. About a month ago, I had it placed on my heart. I was in prayer. And I felt the Lord telling me to get, you know, let's let's put a prayer on a on a four by six postcard and get these cards out to as many people as possible, praying to our Blessed Mother and the Most Holy Trinity to protect our country. So these cards are free. I'm going to tell you when we finish our prayer time how you can get yours if you haven't already requested. We've, we've been sending a lot out. We've got a lot of requests in this week. You know, every now and then I send one of these e-blasts out and uh, people respond to that. So that's great. But let's pray first, and then we'll, we'll get into the business of the day. So wherever you are listening, if you are listening on one of our four radio stations, we're going to make one of our prayers today a great big Thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus, because our insurance company is going to cover most, most of the cost of a new transmitter for us here at 1260 AM, because the damage done was through uh, an act of they say an act of God, and maybe hey, you know what? God probably did have a lot to do with it because <laughs> getting us a brand new transmitter and a uh, another piece of equipment that's going to really expand our AM signal here at twelve sixty. Uh, I shouldn't say expanded, but make it more powerful on the fringes. So if you are in one of those fringe areas of twelve sixty, I had a call about a, oh my goodness about a month ago from a friend up in. Um, uh, just west of Doylestown, she says she was in, in central Bucks County. She said, I used to listen to you all the time. I can't get you anymore. And that's because of the transmitter issue. But now our fringe areas, which are pretty vast, will be also amped up. So <laughs> I guess it was an act of God. Anyway, the insurance company is going to pay for most of that. We don't, we're not going to get it all. Uh, God will provide the rest of that somehow. But um, we're doing this. And uh, we're in the process now of ordering the transmitter and stuff. So we thank God for that. Um, so let's make that a big thank you. So if you listen on one of our stations, you can listen on our free mobile app. Uh, you can also watch on our free mobile app because we have a YouTube and Facebook on there. And you can watch on both of those platforms, which we are coming to you live on Facebook right now. Uh, Facebook.com slash Domestic Church Media. And also on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Domestic Church Media. So you can watch on those platforms. And as I said... Now that I'm seeing, we can multi-stream uh, with just one camera on multiple platforms, and I have three cameras here. <laughs> I, I'm going to put my funny face out there all over the place if I can, uh, give people a good chuckle. <laughs> so, Anyway, let's pray. I, I, you see there's a lot of joy in my heart today, right? I'm very joyful today um, just because, you know what, I love Jesus. Jesus loves us. We're all hoping to get to heaven one day. We'll have a an eternity of, of joy, you know, and, and, and true joy. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Most Holy Trinity, our Father in heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, 
God the Son, who chose Mary as your mother, in union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America, grant us peace, have mercy on our president and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy, born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family of the nation. I'm sorry, protect the family life of the nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. Through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary, Immaculate Virgin, our mother, patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us, that acting always according to your will and the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And we'll pray our uh, prayers that Holy Father asked us to pray. To St. Michael the Archangel and the beautiful ancient prayer to our Blessed Mother, the Subtum Presidium prayer, uh, and the specific intention that he asked us to pray for these prayers is to protect the, ch the church from the attacks of the devil. And uh, we're adding to that to protect our country from the attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from every danger. O glorious and blessed Virgin, amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. Saint Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. And today, in a special way, uh, the patroness of uh, television, uh, Saint Claire, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, again, my dear friends, as always, I thank you for praying and uh, encourage you, again, uh, to get this prayer card. And you can order multiple copies, you know, and I want you to pass them out to friends and family. Uh, the prayer we just prayed to Our Lady for the United States of America, they're yours free. We'll send them to you. We'll even pick up the postage. Um, all you have to do is go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org and up on the top of our website there are many options one is prayer just place your cursor over the word prayer and a little menu drops down click on the prayer for the United States and then just give us your name your address and how many you want and we'll get them out to you we have uh, wonderful volunteers uh, Janet and Elizabeth come here once a, a week to uh, stuff the envelopes and get them out 
So give it at least a week uh, from the time you order, or at least two weeks, because we only do the mailing once a week. Um, so uh, just be patient with that. But they're free. They're, and you can order as many as you want, as long as you're going to give them to people who you know will pray it. <laughs> and uh, the important thing is to pray this prayer to our Blessed Mother, to the Most Holy Trinity, through our Blessed Mother, to protect our country, especially as we now get closer and closer to a very important election in November. So go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, place your cursor over the word prayer, a little menu will drop down, click on prayer for the United States of America, and then it just asks you to give us, fill in your name, your address, and how many you want, and submit it, and we'll get it, and uh, we'll get these out to you. And we're so happy. You know, I ordered 5,000 of them. I uh, Back last month, I guess it was, in prayer, uh, I, I, right around the 4th of July or leading up to the 4th of July, I just felt we needed to do something. I felt the Lord asking me to do this. And so uh, it's beautifully laminated on this 4 by 6 card. If you're watching on uh, our YouTube channel or Facebook or homepage, there's the card. See, it's laminated with the prayer on it. Our, our uh, Emily did a nice job putting this together for us, and I ordered 5,000 of them. As I said, we'll mail them out to you. We're picking up the postage, and it's uh, important they get out there, So, and you pray it. So don't uh, don't wait. You know, they're free, and you can pray them and maybe get a group together. I like the idea of having a, uh, a, a domestic church media family prayer cell out there, a large prayer cell. As I said, we're sending them out. People are requesting them from other states. So <laughs> that's great. You know, I never know who's watching, who's listening. There are so many ways that you can watch and listen now. You can listen live, of course, on any one of our domestic church media radio stations. But also on all the other media platforms we, we use, we utilize. Um, as I said, you know, if you have streaming audio from our website, from your, uh, you know, your home computer, your tablet, your PC, uh, we also have our free domestic church media mobile app. And if you haven't downloaded, you should. It's free, number one, but it has everything in there, everything domestic church media that you need. But also so many other resources are on there. The Bible, the Catechism, Mass Times, uh, Saint of the Day, an Examination of Conscience, Morning Prayer, Evening Prayer, Night Prayer. It's, it's all plus, 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 more, 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 more stuff. I can't tell you. It's a plethora of <laughs> things you'll, you'll enjoy uh, using from this free mobile app. That, too, we pick up the cost. It's free to you. And you know, my friends, uh, also on Amazon Alexa and also Google Home devices, just say play domestic church media. There are so many ways. And, of course, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash domestic church media. On our Facebook page, we're streaming live video right now, facebook.com slash domestic church media. And also on our homepage at domesticchurchmedia.org, streaming live video. Anytime we do a live local program from our Sheen Center uh, for media uh, here in Ewing, New Jersey, we'll put it on our uh, our video as well. I'm getting very restless. Uh, I feel an undercurrent <laughs> of another big major project coming up. I don't. I, well, I, I do know. I think I know what it is. <clears throat> The Lord is guiding me and leading me and giving me the the, uh, the desire. <clears throat> now I just got to find the means uh, for doing some things very special for Him, and uh, just keep that in prayer. Now I I I you know we, we're at the middle of almost the middle of August now, um, 
And as usual, as usual, my brothers and sisters, summer months have seen a dip in donations. First of all, thank you to all of you who do donate, and especially those of you who do it on a monthly basis. That's a big, big help. I can't tell you how big a help that is. But we have seen a dip, as we do every summer. And because we did not have our Radiothon in the spring, you know, we have our Radiothon uh, right around Holy Week, just before Holy Week, and the funds raised during our annual Radiothon carry us through the summer months and into the fall leading up to our end-of-year giving. It was a great cycle of support. But now, like everything else, this COVID thing has thrown a wrench into even that. And I did speak with our lovely bookkeeper. We have a, we have a wonderful bookkeeper. Uh, she does great work, and she's such a, a lovely child of God. Um, but she was saying how <clears throat> we have been falling short of our monthly needs over the past few months. Normally, it's taken care of because of the Radiothon this year. No Radiothon yet. So, uh, and as I said, we're getting the transmitter. Insurance is paying for most of it, but not all of it. So we have to cover that gap. Um, but I just throw it out there to you. Duke in Altum, cast the net is what I'm doing. I'm casting the net for a great catch. Whatever way you can help my brothers and sisters. You know, I got to tell you, last week um, I saw in uh, – on the side of our building here, after the st- that storm that uh, storm we had was about a week ago, last Tuesday, right? Um, well, it did some damage here at our building. One of the gutters came off, and with the gutter coming off, it took off a strip of uh, our siding off the building, partially, which exposed the eave. And, you know, a number of years ago, we had a family of raccoons living in the attic, and, of course, we sealed everything up. Once we removed them, or had, or we we relocated them, we we had them relocated, <laughs> but we sealed up all the uh, possible entryways. But this exposed Eve now. Um, you know, I was worrying about it. I, I saw it and I said, "Oh man!" And I'm trying to find a handyman to come do it because I can't get on a ladder to do it. And I went home that afternoon, that evening, and I, that night. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, please, just keep the raccoons out of the attic. We had all that work done last year, the remediation. I said, please keep, and I asked the, my guardian angel, I asked St. Michael to sit on the roof and keep, <laughs> keep, keep the raccoons out. And do you want to know, the next day I came in, that morning I was having breakfast. I'm emailing, trying to find a handyman. Couldn't find anybody. One guy said I could be there in two weeks. I thought, oh, my goodness, if we had this, the eve exposed for two weeks, that means the raccoons can move back in. But I, I came into the building, and as I drove up to where I park in the front of the building, I noticed I had seen the strip of siding hanging when I left the night before, but I didn't see the strip of siding hanging. And so I drove over to that part of the building, and I saw that the siding was back up and the gutter was back up. Now, we had had that morning a delivery of stones in that same area around our air conditioning units because weeds were growing, and we, we this is a better way to do it, to, to just keep stones and keep the weeds out. And I'm assuming that the gentleman who delivered the stones did it 
They didn't have to. They weren't asked to do it, and that's not even what their trade is. Their trade was was landscaping. But over here, I see the the gutter and the siding is back up. So if it was them, and I tried to find that, I still haven't found out whether it was them or not. I'm thinking maybe the Angels came overnight and or St. Joseph and did some work. It's been it's been a it's been a lot of very very beautiful things happening here. As I said, you know, we got word from the insurance company last week going to pay for most of the transmitter. That happened. Um, God is so good. And Cheryl and I were talking this morning at breakfast. You know, we were sitting around talking about the, the good old days. If, I don't know if you saw uh, back in March when Cheryl and I were on at home with Jim and Joy. We had gone down to EWTN. They invited us to be guests on their programs, two, two episodes. If you haven't seen it, it's on our website um, uh, under, I think, special. I have to look up the website and see exactly where it is. Uh, but it's on there. You can watch it. And at the same day, we we also did a, a, an hour-long program with Jeanette Bankovic on our radio show. And in both of those programs, but I think more so Jim and Joy, where we were telling the story of, of course, how we met, but then how God led us into apostolate. And Cheryl was telling the story on the program on At Home with Jim and Joy. We were telling the story and we were talking about it today, and I, we were both saying, you know, the story is this, is that there was a point at the very beginning of this apostolate where I wasn't working, and I wasn't making any money, obviously, I wasn't working, I wasn't collecting unemployment, I wasn't, I mean, there was no income, I was spending a lot of my time, there was about a year there, where I was spending time with the Lord in adoration. Cheryl, God bless her, was working three different jobs, and they weren't, I mean, there was, you know, it was a, it was a you know, part-time musicians or a, a church musician job and part-time teaching and piano lessons and things. So kind of a potpourri of uh, using her talents. And we were raising three kids and putting them through Catholic schools, Catholic high schools, um, eventual college, <laughs> and there's mortgage, car payments. And we were saying today, we were saying, you know, how, how in the world how in the world did we ever make it through? <clears throat> and I said, you know, we really, we tell the story. And the story is that there was one day, I'll never forget, and this is a number of years ago, but, but Cheryl was at the grocery store with a basket full of groceries and the kids. And I was somewhere out, I guess I was driving somewhere. And she called me, and she said, I just tried to pay for the groceries, and it was declined. And I, one of the agreements Cheryl and I made in the beginning of this work, when I was leaving my corporate job and getting into Catholic apostolate, and she had great grace and said, yeah, do it. The Lord is calling you. you got to do it. She said, just don't ever tell me about the finances. She didn't want to know anything about our financial situation. And we're not people of means, never have been, never will be. Um, so she called me that day and said, I just tried to pay for the groceries, and it was declined. And I knew, I knew that uh, we had maybe, maybe $200 to our name in the bank. <laughs> I'm chuckling now. I wasn't chuckling then. I was panicking, not really panicking. But I remember pulling over into a, off the road there because I couldn't do what I was driving, and I went on my 
mobile banking app. And our $200 was in our little savings account. And I said, well, what did the groceries cost? And she told me, and I, I said, okay. So I transferred that money into, and I said, it'll work now. I didn't tell her that we only had $200 in the bank. Um, but we were both saying today, how did it happen? How, do, how did we get through those times? And I, I, said to, I said to Cheryl this morning, I said, you know, well, we, it wasn't like we were in, in some kind of shady business. We were doing God's work, so God <clears throat> will take care of us as he does now and always has and, and always will. I believe that with all my heart. You know, I'm coming to you now on this uh, August 11th, 2020, uh, in a, sitting in a beautiful studio, speaking both on radio and all the other audio platforms that we use on uh, our, our video sites, our YouTube channel, Facebook homepage, coming to you <clears throat> literally going around the world. And we still have, you know, we still pinch pennies, and we still, you know, I, I still, yesterday I was sitting in, in the chapel a little bit uh, doing midday prayer, and, and uh, you know, just after having spoken with our bookkeeper and saying, you know, where she's saying that we've fallen short the past few months, and we're going to keep falling short, and, we, you know, we, we only have this amount of money, you know, and so I know, but, but it's, it's just, it's just it's, it's, you know, par for the course. It's just part of, the, part of, of what apostolate is. One thing we've learned through all of this, from the very beginning, even to this day, is to trust, to have faith, to believe that the Lord will take care of us. And I do believe that. I always believe. That's why I said, you know, when I was in prayer a few weeks ago and, and uh, the Lord, I felt the Lord speaking to me saying, you know, we need to get these prayers out, these prayer cards and I, I ordered 5000 and as I said, we, we're paying for the postage. I know that somehow that'll come back to us. I know it'll come back. I, I don't worry about that anymore. I, I just I believe it. I know it. It's, 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 it's how we operate. And that's why I love Sunday's gospel. And that's why I love the, the gospel story of our Lord calming the storm when they're all in the boat and, and there's a storm raging and there's our Lord asleep in the stern. <laughs> because when you have Jesus there, even in the darkest of times, there is absolutely nothing to fear. Absolutely nothing to fear. Oh, yeah, our faith will be shaken sometimes. Well, I remember, and I've shared many stories with you, if you're a regular listener or viewer of this program, <clears throat> I've shared these stories with you, where I've gotten on uh, my knees and I've lain on my face in front of the Blessed Sacrament saying, Lord, don't, don't you care that we're perishing here? Save us. And he always does. You know, we find ourselves, my brothers and sisters right now, in our country, the world, but more so in our country because we're just not used to this. We're not used to the uh, anarchy. We're not used to the violence. We're, we're not used to the, the restrictions, the uh, infringement on freedoms in whatever way that might be. And some of it is very necessary, I agree. 
but we're seeing corruption, we're seeing fraud, we're seeing uh, and hearing about you know the deep state. There was even an article that I saw a while back talking about the deep church. The devil will work his way into anything if he thinks it's going to help him accomplish his goal of dragging as many souls to hell as possible. And the storms will rage. The, 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 the spiritual warfare, the battles being fought right now are uh, you know, so numerous in, in families, in our country, in, in parishes even. You know, we see our churches. People are just confused about just what's happening. The way Mass is being celebrated, you know, we're not singing and, and communions at a different time, different place in the liturgy, and all these things that are just, you can only have 100 people, and we have to limit our gatherings. We have to, we have to not hug. We have to cover our faces. And many, many people, and I agree, you know, I'm not saying that the, the, the virus is necessarily from hell, though it appears to be, but I'm not saying that, but certainly that Satan has used this virus to um, his advantage in so many areas of life. So we see the storms all around us. We are afraid. And, but we know that Jesus will help us if we want, if, if we allow him. When we come back, I want to share with you, first of all, some of the Holy Father's um, teaching, his Angelus teaching from this past Sunday on that gospel where Peter walks on water. So stay where you are, my brothers and sisters. There is more to come on Come to Me. culture is dying and souls are in danger of being lost. The answer is conversion to Jesus Christ in his church. St. Paul Street Evangelization is a Catholic organization and we have hundreds of teams spreading the good news throughout the country. But we need your help. The harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Find out more and get involved today at streetevangelization.com. That's streetevangelization.com. Want to work a virtual miracle for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, go 
to goodshop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit goodshop.com today and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your Internet purchase will be donated to Domestic Church Media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's goodshop.com and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity. Goodshop.com. 60 Seconds with Mother Angelica. We have to think the way God thinks. See? If I hit my brother, that's not how God thinks. If you lie or cheat, that's not how God is. If you have a hot temper, if you're proud, arrogant, if you find it hard to forgive and forget, that's not like God. What does that mean? It means you're not acting like God. You know, it's foolish to think that you're going to die and pop right into heaven when you hate half the people there. (laughs) You know, you you still hate your mother-in-law. You still hate, may she rest in peace, but you hope she doesn't. (laughs) All these people you don't even like. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Here is Mother Angelica speaking about Catholic Radio. There's six billion people, and we got to reach them all. It's people like you, radio stations like your own. And I hope sincerely that people will support you because we need Catholic Radio. We need Catholic television. And if we don't have it, we shall answer to God for that because we are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. We're bound by that. Won't you help us spread the good word by praying for us and by making a tax-deductible gift payable to Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628, or by going to our website, wfjs.org, and making a secure online donation using your Visa or MasterCard. Please contact us today. God love you. We need Catholic Radio. We are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. From Bristol to Browns Mills. Shrewsbury to Solbury. Atlantic Highlands to Allentown. Ocean Grove to Oxford Valley. From Lawrenceville to Leonardo. Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Proclaiming Jesus Christ in the new springtime of the church. Welcome back on this Feast of St. Clair, August 11th, 2020. And, you know, St. Clair was a uh, great inspiration for Mother Angelica. Of course, the poor Clairs of Perpetual Adoration is Mother's Order. And St. Clair is the patroness of television. So uh, we uh, ask St. Clair to pray for us and uh, watch over this apostolate because we're Getting into little video now with YouTube and Facebook and maybe beyond. You'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I have all these ideas running through my head. I don't know. And, you know, uh, I'm getting old. <laughs> but I did say, you know, someone reminded me a few years ago when I was saying how I was getting close to retirement age. I have no intention of retiring. Uh, as long as the Lord wants me here, I'll be here. But. Someone said Mother Angelica was 75 years old and she was still doing her program. So that's 
10 years from now for me. So God willing, if you'll still have me. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, oh, this coming Monday, not this coming Monday. You know, I, I thought today was Wednesday. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. For some reason, I had it in my head this morning. Today was Wednesday, middle of the week. It's only Tuesday. Well, coming up next Monday, the, the third Monday of August, of course, Bruce Tobacco will be here uh, for his program. Come to the throne live at 3 o'clock, an hour of prayer. Uh, and um, we invite you to join in and, and send us your prayer requests and pray with Bruce over the air. Uh, we are trying to finalize, because we do have to have our radiothon. We have to have it. But we're given the current COVID situation and all the restrictions that go with it, we're trying to figure out a way to, to do it in the safest way possible. But, and again, reaching out to you, our family of listeners and viewers, to, uh, to help us. Because uh, we do need, we do, we do count on those radiothon. Every, every year, the Radiothon funds. So pray with us on that one. We're just trying to decide what's the best way and the best time to do that um, because we, we, do, we do need to, you need to have it. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I would get like a $10 million endowment somehow. I wouldn't have to do Radiothon for a number of years. <laughs> I don't know if $10 million is enough. That would do it. God will take, I better say, God will take care of us, you see. I've always believed that. I've seen that. I've lived that. Um, it, it just never fails. He never fails. He's always, always with us, you know. And even in the darkest of times, that's what I'm going to share with you now from Holy Father, uh, his Angelus message on Sunday, reflecting on the gospel. Uh, Pope Francis was teaching on Sunday that even in times of darkness, God is there. He, so, you know, we can look about this, look at this personally. Maybe there are some of you right now listening, watching, who, who are in those times of darkness. Maybe we all go through them. Let's face it. We all have them. And maybe there are some of you listening, watching right now who are in the, the, the depths of, of that darkness. I want you to pay close attention to what Pope Francis said, and I'll share it with you in a moment, that God is even there with you. I've experienced it. You know, I... I I don't experience it as much now as I did in the beginning of the apostolate. When there were times, I remember one time <laughs> I was in a parking lot. We had just opened 1260 AM. I was in the park, a, a parking lot, uh, the shop, right? I guess I had, I don't know why I had to get something for the, for the station and paper napkins or something or towels, paper towels, some type of supply. And I knew we were we were we were short <laughs> by many many dollars of what we needed, and I remember calling a friend and saying, "I need we need at least a thousand dollars. I if we don't get the thousand dollars, I don't know what I'm going to do." I was just so because at that time it really was basically just me and. Um, a few, well, maybe an hour later, I got a call from from this particular person who told me that she got us the thousand. She had made a few phone calls, and but it's that kind of scrambling, you know, <laughs> where I can look back now and and give it a few chuckles. But my goodness, when you're going through it, it's not easy. But Jesus is always there, and this is what Pope Francis um, taught on Sunday in his Angelus. He said this. 
when caught in difficult moments or trials, turn your heart to God, who is near even when you do not search for him. And how many of us, think about the course of our lives. My goodness, how many times have we found ourselves in difficult moments or trials where we had nowhere else to go but to God? Pope Francis said, having faith means in the midst of the storm, keeping your heart turned to God, to his love, to his tenderness as a father, Jesus wanted to teach this to Peter and his, his disciples and also to us in moments of darkness, moments of storms. He said, even before we, we begin to seek him, he is present beside us, lifting us back up after our falls. He helps us grow in faith. Perhaps we, in the dark, cry out, Lord, Lord, thinking that he is far away. And he says, I'm here. He was with me. Can you think of those times in your life, my brothers and sisters, where you've called out like that? Lord, Lord, you think he's, he's so far away, you have to yell his name so he can hear you better. <laughs> he may not hear me. I remember when I was growing up. I don't know why. Because I wasn't that young. I wasn't that little, I shouldn't say. I, I probably was in maybe third, fourth grade. So what's that, nine, ten years old? There was a time in, and I don't know why, um, but I used to wake up at night, in the middle of the night, and be afraid. It's dark, it's quiet, no one's awake. I think my, I was, my brother was in the bunk bed below me. He was asleep, my younger brother. Um, and so what I would do is, and maybe this is what kids do, I'd call for my father in the dark. Just call out, Dad? Dad? And I, he'd come into the room. What do you want? Can I have a drink of water? <laughs> and he'd go get me a drink of water. And I'd drink it, give him the glass, and then he'd take it back downstairs. And I'd right away try to try to fall asleep fast because I knew he was still awake. So he was he'd he'd take care of any 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 monsters or anybody else who was there, robbers, burglars, murderers, whatever I was afraid of. I don't know. I was I was and it didn't last that long. But I remember it was a few months on a regular basis almost. But don't we do that, you know, now, even as adults, we, in those times of darkness, those times of trials, we yell out for our dad <laughs> just to know he's there, just to feel reassured that he'll take care of it, right? Little kids, when they fear the dark and they call out for mommy and daddy, it's because they know mommy and daddy are big and they'll take care of it. And I won't have to worry about it. They'll take it. They'll take care of the, the darkness and all that lurks within it. And I can rest assured that I'm safe. Isn't that when we still do that even as, as, as adults or senior citizens? We have those times of trials and darkness and troubles. 
to cry out and call out for the Lord. Holy Father, on Sunday in his Angelus message, again reflecting on Sunday's gospel, God knows well that our faith is poor and that our path can be troubled, blocked by adverse forces. But he is the risen one. Do not forget this, Pope Francis said, the Lord who went through death to bring us to safety. There was a little poem that we put on my, uh, my father's prayer card at his funeral. I don't have it in front of me, but it was called Safe Harbor. And my father was a Navy man. He loved, you know, he, he loved, he, he, during the war, he wasn't a, a, a career Navy man, but he was in the, in the war for three years, the Second World War, as a lieutenant commander of a landing craft, and both in Atlantic and Pacific theaters of operation, and in fact, you know, we just we just passed the seventy um, fifth um, anniversary of the dropping of the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But my father was telling he would always tell the story that when they dropped those bombs, he and the naval forces were off the coast of Japan. They were getting ready to invade. Of course, not many people knew that there was we had this these weapons of such, you know, horrific destruction. But my father would tell the story that, you know, they were waiting, and my mom would say, and they, I think everybody agreed, and I was, I've been reading a lot of interviews lately and stories. I, I didn't know, you know, why did, the, why did the government choose Hiroshima and Nagasaki to drop these bombs? Uh, President Truman didn't want them dropped in Tokyo, because there would be such enormous uh, um, civilian destruction there. The lesser of the two evils, I suppose, you know, and, you know, and there's, was that Nagasaki and, and Hiroshima were, yes, there was horrible uh, loss there in civilian life because of the enormity of these bombs, but uh, there were um, uh, manufacturing, where they manufacture ships and things and, and weapons of war, so they... That's why they chose those two targets. And people will say, well, it was a you know, horrible thing. And why? But, but if that didn't happen, if that didn't happen, the U.S. would have invaded Japan. And they said it would have been probably the bloodiest of all battles ever in the history of mankind on both sides. Many of us, myself included, may not even be here because of the likelihood of the soldiers invading Japan who would have been killed, my father being one of them. After those bombs were dropped, people saw the horrible destruction that it, these bombs wreaked uh, and caused, and, and, and you, know, you hope you never, ever see another one dropped again. We know they're there as deterrents, but after the bombs were dropped and... Uh, Japan surrendered, then my father and other soldiers, they became the occupational forces. He, he had to actually spend some time in Japan after the bombs were dropped. Horrible things, though, you know, and, and uh, but, so that's why we put on his prayer card the poem, Safe Harbor, asking the Lord to lead us all into that safe harbor, you know, for, away from the, the possibility of, of, of war, destruction, 
drowning, ships sinking, whatever, but to go to safe harbor. This is really what we, Holy Father is saying, that Jesus is the risen one. We shouldn't forget this, that he went through death to bring us to safety, to bring us to the safe harbor. And he reflected on this, again, Sunday's gospel, Pope Francis did, uh, Jesus, when Jesus asked his apostles to get in the boat and cross to the other side of the shore of the lake where he will meet them. And we know that while he was uh, still, while still far from the shore, the disciples' boat got caught in some wind and waves. Pope Francis said, the boat at the mercy of the storm is an image of the church, which in every age encounters headwinds, sometimes very hard trials. In those situations, Pope Francis said, the church may be tempted to think that God has abandoned her, but in reality, it is precisely in those moments that the witness of faith, the testimony of love, and the testimony of hope shines the most. You know, I think about our church today. The past uh, 15 years or so, we've had uh, tw almost 20 years now within those, we've had two uh, horrible uh, scandals that came to the fore. We still hear about some, some horrible things uh, that has shaken the faith of some, and sadly, people left the church because of those things. Pope Francis said, in this moment of fear, the disciples see Jesus walking to them on the water and think it's a ghost, but he reassures them, and Peter challenges Jesus to tell him to come onto the water to meet him, and Jesus invites Peter when he says, come, Pope Francis said, Peter gets off the boat and takes a few steps. Then the wind and the waves frighten him, and he begins to sink. Lord, save me, he cries. And Jesus takes him by the hand and says to him, You little of faith, why did you doubt? Pope Francis said, This, this episode is an invitation to abandon ourselves with trust to God at every moment of life, especially in the hour of trial and turmoil. You know, uh, to, to be, to, when we all go through these difficult times of, of trial and turmoil, and we all go through them, and we all have and will, you know, we're not exempt from this. All this is a result of sin. And we go through these difficult times to be able to say, just abandon ourselves and completely trust God. I have no control over this, Lord. You do, and give it to him. And Holy Father said, when we feel strong doubt and fear, and we seem to sink in the difficult moments of life where everything becomes dark, we must not be ashamed to cry out like Peter, Lord, save me. It's a beautiful prayer, Pope Francis said. You ever think about that being a prayer? Lord, save me. I've cried that out many times, especially when you do apostolate, you know, you do... And I don't say this to, to say, see how, how faithful I am and how strong I am in these times. Believe me, <laughs> many times where I had a few, a few choice words for God and said, you know what, you got me into this. <laughs> you, you led me into this. Now help me. And we had our moments, you know, uh, moments of, of, of love. But moments of, you know, hey, hey, where's this going? And, but all those times strengthened my faith. Like now, when I can say, okay, so I had this inspiration in prayer. 
to be able to um, just go ahead and order these 5,000 prayer cards, and we'll send them out that the Lord will he'll reimburse us. He'll, he'll, he'll take care of us. I don't know if I could have done that 15 years ago so readily, so willingly, so trustingly. But I do. I've learned. It's a beautiful prayer. Lord, save me. We've said that. We pray it. Holy Father said in the gesture of Jesus, who immediately reaches out his hand and grasps that of his friend, must be contemplated for a long time. Jesus is this. Jesus does this. It is the hand of the Father who never abandons us, the strong and faithful hand of the Father who always only wants our good. I always think of Peter stepping off the boat. My goodness, what faith that took. (laughs) Have you ever been on a boat in the middle of, you know, a large body of water, the ocean, the bay, a lake? And said, if Jesus said, I can walk on this water, I'm going to take a step off. And if he said, do it, I'm going to do it. And he started doing it. Because he believed, he trusted, he had faith enough to step off. But then when the winds and the waves became too much for him, he began to doubt. I really shouldn't be doing this. This goes against nature. This is impossible. How am I doing this? And he started to doubt and started to sink because of that doubt, because of that lack of trust, until the hand of the Lord came down and took hold of him. Pope Francis said that this is the gesture of the hand of the Father who never abandons us, the strong and faithful hand who always and only wants for our good. He will allow us, as I said in the beginning of the program, what strikes me first about this particular gospel, when Jesus tells the apostles to get into the boat, go to the other side of the lake and I'll join you later, Jesus knew what was going to happen. He knew the storm was going to rise up and, and they would be uh, battered about there and afraid. But he had to show them. He had to teach them how to trust, how to have faith, how to, how, how to, to, to not be afraid. To the point of saying to Peter, you can walk on the water, just trust me. You can do this. But how many times in our own life you know, have we found ourselves starting something in trust, in faith, great zeal, and then when things got a little tough, saying, uh-oh, this isn't working, now what? And, I, you know, and again, I can, I can go back to our own journey here that, you know, from the very beginning, it was, it was a risk, not just for us, but for other people who have since joined us. So many wonderful people in the course of our journey that the Lord has put into our path, uh, who we now call friends, really like family, that took risks with us. You know, especially when it came to to uh, um, donating large amounts of money <laughs> to get us going. 
And that's going to be rewarded. That's going to be returned tenfold, a hundredfold, somehow, some way, somewhere. It will be because Jesus said so. And so we have to trust. But he wants us to take those risks like Peter stepping off the boat. That was a great risk. Any, I mean, nature tells you if you step off a boat, you're going in the water. <laughs> you're not walking on it. You're going in it. But because Jesus said, do it. Jesus said, come, Peter. Peter said, Lord, if it's really you, then beckon me to come to Come. All right. And he started walking. But it was only when things got tough that he realized this is impossible. I shouldn't be doing this. And he doubted that he began to sink and called out, Lord, save me. And, of course, our Lord was right there to grasp him by the hand. So I love that gospel. I love the gospel of the Lord calming the storm uh, in the boat as well because it, it, it teaches us to trust, to really not count on just ourselves and on men, but to count on the Lord, to trust in him to take us along the way. This journey of life is a, is a joyful one, but it can be a, a trying one at times too, as you know. But Jesus walks with us every step of the way leading us eventually to the Father's house. All righty, I'm happy you're here, but got to go. So uh, let's see. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Have a great rest of your day, and um, thanks for being with me. My name is Jim Manfredonia. God bless you, and God love you. Me.